This is Manny Abisha, and I'm here with Simon Pelland. Uh, this is episode one, the start, the beginning. Uh, this is something special for us uh, and exists for people to be empowered and courageous in every situation. So naturally, we're calling it the Courage Podcast. We're creating a podcast to spread awareness about Huntington's disease, to inspire people to donate and fundraise for Huntington's disease, and more importantly than that, to have people be in action around a cause that matters to them. You know, maybe it's not Huntington's disease that resonates with you. Maybe it's something else. And then our number one goal is to uh, cure Huntington's disease over the next 10 years. And what me and Simon share in common is that we've both been tested for uh, Huntington's disease. Have the dominant gene of Huntington's, whereas we are at the risk of uh, receiving Huntington's at some point in our life. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're gonna share an insight to that. We're gonna share knowledge about awareness about this disease. And this, I mean, this couldn't be a, a better time to do this first podcast because on Monday, mm -hmm. I, uh, I donated my spinal fluid to be studied at UBC. Mm -hmm. And uh, a few months ago in November, I was like, I really wanted to get involved with some studies and see how I could support it. I was trying to think, you know, I don't have a ton of money right now, but I could do something, I'm sure. So how about I call them and find out what studies I can sign up for. So I signed up for two different studies. Mm -hmm. And one was uh, taking my blood and another was taking uh, my spinal fluid. And uh, I was very freaked out about the idea of someone sticking a needle in my back and taking my spinal fluid. I was like, do I need spinal fluid? Is that important? Do I have some to spare? I don't know. Um, so the doctor ended up telling me it was almost no pain actually most people complain about getting blood drawn rather than spinal fluid taken out so i was like let's do it and they said i'd be okay after so did it and uh it was quite uncomfortable it's very strange um put a needle in the middle of my spine and they just stick it there and the doctor kept saying it's like tapping a tree you know like for for maple syrup you just put it in and then dribbles out <laughs> so it sat on my back for 20 minutes well, little clear liquid dribbled out, and and they're going to use that to to research it and study it, to, along with many other people's uh, spinal fluid, uh, to assist them in finding a cure. The details of which I believe are beyond my academic intelligence, mm -hmm. but I'm uh, super excited to be a part of that. And for anybody who's listening who is interested, uh, you can definitely ask us questions about that. And uh, my back's a little sore a few days later, so yeah. it's feeling a little better now. Yeah. But uh, it was a lot of fun. The people there are really great. I mean, the people at UBC are fantastic. Mm -hmm. And um, the doctor there, Dr. Levitt, is, he's a cool guy, man. He's so excited and inspired by what he's doing. Yeah. And it was uh, absolutely awesome to be a part of that. I'm yeah. looking forward to participating more. So why, why would you? Right. Have us literally have a needle stuck in your back. Yeah, I suppose it's not a common thing, huh? Yeah, it's not a common thing. Yeah. Um, well, I just believe so strongly that we're going to find a cure over the next 10 years, but I do believe that's going to take people to do that kind of thing. It's going to take people to do things they wouldn't normally do. It's going to take the doctor to be uh, looking under rocks he's never looked under. Or she, and um, and it's gonna take people like yourself and myself 
you know, doing whatever they think they can do. So I was just like, why not? And it wasn't, it's not like super debilitating or anything. And, uh, and if it can be part of the cure, uh, and I really do believe that like many hands make for light work. Like it will take an army. It will take a village. It will take a whole bunch of people for this to happen. It won't be one person. Uh, and so this I see as a part of my version of that. Yeah, so I mean, what's next is they f- they put it in a minus 80 degrees and they do some stuff to it. I don't even know. Um, I talked to the doctor uh, and asked him, I said, like, what do you need? What? How can I support him? Uh, and I know it's not being in a lab, but maybe it's another way. So he said, uh, well, they need funds. You know, they're looking to train someone, some young, new, up-and-coming doctor to do what he does because, you know, he's getting older and... And Dr. Levis been doing this for a while, and you need to start to fill, um, fill the research department with some fresh, fresh people. Mm-hmm. So, that's that's one thing is that is raising actually four thousand dollars per um, university student that comes in and works with him over the summer. Mm-hmm. So he takes on I think four or five of those each summer. I may be incorrect about that number. And he told me it takes about four thousand dollars to uh, pay them for that, which isn't a ton of money, but it's. Yeah. It makes a difference to have them be able to support potential new students that would be like, hey, Huntington's disease, I want to I want to dedicate time to that. I want to be a doctor in this. I want to focus in this. So opportunity there. Uh, and then amazingly, um, someone contacted me last week. Um, give you a bit of context. I was at a retreat in South Africa, and at this retreat was 30 entrepreneurs from around the world. And at the very end of the retreat, person leading the retreat said hey now's your time to ask everybody here for support in whatever you're taking on and I said I'm looking for support in connecting doctors around the world to cure Huntington's disease would anybody support me with that and about eight people put up their hands and I didn't know what specifically I needed but I just wanted to let them know that's what I was going after and then last week one of those people called me uh, who's a writer for uh, she's written for TV shows like Grey's Anatomy and um, she told me that when they're writing a show and they want to f- write accurately about some disease, they have a connection in the, in the Writers Guild to be able to talk with almost any doctor in America. Yeah. And they do it through this, you know, this network of conversations. And she said, how about you know, we do a little video something on Huntington's disease and I can use my resources and connect you with someone uh, in the Heinz's community, we can both learn about it and, and create some, perhaps create some video, create some content, and and get it straight from the source. So what's next is you know finding out what that would look like, which I have no idea. I never even thought about like maybe we make a movie on Heinz's disease, maybe we make you know a, a fundraiser short clip of some kind. Like yeah. who knows? Uh, so brainstorming that now. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Crazy.